All right. Welcome back to Music Talk from the North State. Our podcast is about the music profession. Whether you're coming from a region, you want to stay in that region, you're building a business from your area, or you're looking to connect with what is going on in a larger business. I'm here again with my student, Logan, from our music industry program over here at CSU Chico. And we're coming to you from the Madison Bear Garden, the bear. Thank you again for having me. Just for background info, the class that you teach here at Chico, uh, where you go over the marketing and the branding of specific artists, and you help right. class groups manage their artists within Chico here. And right. Well, I was Googling stuff, and I came across again the IFPI global music report but within the data and just you know the articles within it you know about the past year there's a big piece on it saying that how the record industry in general is moving towards a more local hyphen global perspective where there's funneling funds into and in, uh, resources into the grassroots local sort of artist. And that kind of clicked in my brain how it can connect to the class that you teach here and how we can apply that knowledge that, okay, they're keeping their eyes on the local scene and right. they're recognizing the benefits and the opportunities within that local scene, such as Chico right. here. How do we make that connection as prominent as possible? Right, I get you. You know, the funny thing about what you just mentioned and coming from the FB report, nothing's changed there. Mm. Nothing's changed at all. It's always been about a regional following and something that feels like it's grassroots that starts to grow beyond that and where their trends seems to be burgeoning and the record business goes like, hey, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? These are hot spots right. in a lot of ways. And that the record business has always thought, and managers, that mainstream folks have always thought, I can bring that to a bigger audience. If you can already see that there's this wildfire, a lot of times you know, we say this as a music industry mantra kind of thing. This is the wildfire, and if I can pour gasoline on it, I can bring it into a, something that's bigger than that. Right. That's what our business has always done, is to see that people are following something on a, on a local level, and that they think, well, if that's true, does that translate to a larger audience? Right. And sometimes it only fits within their market, and that's okay. For the folks that are going to want to do something in their local clubs, and their local scene, and their local community, and those kinds of things, and they don't want to move. And that's the place they want to live, which I see a lot in our Northern California area. People like where they really are. It's not wrong to say that you can be in the business of where you are, but our business does look at that. And so it's interesting that the Global Music Report was picking that up. It's something that is a trend, even though that's been, frankly, I think, tried and true. When we can connect with people on a local level, we've proved something. But we're in a database business when we get to a digital music industry, where you could see those trends that pop out from Spotify to SoundCloud to Instagram and TikTok and those kinds of things. And people see that on a global and digital see level. Those, those little wildfires and then But they don't within, know it's that, you know, because they see the digital version of it. Right, right, right. And so you can do this entirely digitally, but it doesn't necessarily mean you connect with people on a personal level, you might connect with them digitally. And then there's connecting on a personal level, which may not be digitally. And right, somewhere right. in between is the sweet spot where a lot of our business wants to got connect. Got it, got it. So it's, it's approaching that relationship and that, that, that connection that's, you know, right. as you mentioned, just interpersonal while also right. having the digital, you know, data right. catalog building up. The data proves it for yeah. a lot of our business okay. that is not there, that they can't feel that region. They don't know the people there. They don't know the experiences, the years that it took for that band or that artist to connect with their people and be in that place right, right, where right. they okay. feel like they have a local and regional kind of a following. The data proves it. But more important than the data, I mean, the data is the next level of how you mainstream out of your region. Got it. Got but it. within your region, and, and, and um, just thinking from where you stand, especially when we're doing a podcast from the North State, and we're talking about regional kinds of things. 
connecting the people that are in front of you. That means the audience that's right in front of you. That means that the community that will follow you and keep showing up, they may follow you on Instagram and those kinds of things and, and Facebook and, and other places where they can comment or they can cause digital engagement. Mm -hmm. But what really matters is that they actually care about you as a person, that they're connecting with you as an individual and what you stand for. Right, right. So does that, you know, apply directly to, as you mentioned in class a lot, you know, the branding of the different artists in our management class, as well as the tribe aspect of growing that community right. forward? Right. Well, there are two points that are related, but they feel like, to me, two separate things that are in two different parts of the development. Online. Branding and tribes? Exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. Because branding, it's a buzzword that a lot of people know in marketing, or even if you're outside of marketing, you kind of think, oh, I'm supposed to be branding myself, or there's brands that pay attention to me. So it's, it seems like it's an overused word. Let me go to tribes, because I think most everybody can connect with that on a more personal level. A tribe. You know, a tribe is a folks that follow some ideal belief or a community, or they stick together over some cause, right? Yeah. And a tribe leader, usually someone that has the charisma and the message that we want to follow, that they can stand for us. So in music, I think this matters. And I'm not the one that came up with this idea, to be clear about this. Seth Godin had a book in 2008, 2009, Tribes, We Need You to Lead Us. And he's a digital marketing person. But he brought uh, this idea up. Tribes are communities that want to follow an ideal or an idea or they see their connection. And they're not defined by demographics or the other things that marketing and branding often will segment us into. And if you can find a tribe leader, people will follow them. Through charisma, they share your message, they stand for what you believe in, and you feel like you can coalesce around them. In the music industry, for someone that's going to be a connecting point, the tribe leader, in a lot of ways, can be an artist. They have that charisma, they have that message, they have that emotional appeal, especially with music, we have an emotional appeal. And so, whether you're in the North State, you're in this area, you're in any area, that you can be that kind of a person when you connect with other people. A tribe leader, in a lot of ways, is taking maybe a musical element of what, why they might care, but they're taking a community element forward. And if what that community is, they could define that themselves. Someone could stand for something or create the tribe around what they believe in and what their sound is and what they represent and what we go through as an emotional experience or what we escape our world to be part of. Mm -hmm. And so uh, on a regional level, on a, whether you're a DJ, you're a band, you're a, you're, you're a thought leader in any way. If you haven't thought of yourself as a thought leader, I think you're missing something as a musician. Thought leader, can you... Uh, you yeah, know, well, I think the that. words are fairly self-explanatory about a thought leader as mm -hmm. opposed to a music leader. Sometimes people think, I made the perfect music that I care about. And so they put it out and they wonder if someone's going to follow it. As opposed to, there's something about that genre or that feeling or that sense of connection between me and, and several other people as a musician mm -hmm. that connects. And the music becomes the emotional appeal about that, about that I stand for something or right, that I exist right. within a generation, space, and time, mm -hmm. and that I'm willing to take a stand, even if it's unpopular, especially if it's unpopular, mm -hmm. if it's a niche audience and those kinds of things, then you say, I plant my flag here, that I think this, I believe this, I stand for this, mm -hmm. and there's a community around that, and my music supports that. When that happens, you become the potential of what Seth Godin was talking about as being a tribe leader. Right. There's another book that was, Kevin Kelly, 2017, was one of the folks that came up with the idea of a thousand true fans. The two connect in a lot of ways. A tribe leader and a thousand true fans mm -hmm. feel a lot like what we've been hearing as our mantras of the digital generation. Mm -hmm. So if you could have these folks that really truly believe in what you do, 
uh, and that you're a tribe leader, that the two can connect in a way that could create a regional following, right, right. that could be that kind of thing that makes local go to mainstream. So those, those, um, those thousand fans will make up the tribe as you are growing? They're the avid ones that will carry your message. The idea of the thousand true fans is they're the ones that will actually cause engagement. They will share, they'll retweet, they'll be the ones that you know connect and tag and so forth mm -hmm. and take actions and show up to a lot of your things. And that they become almost your, if I'm gonna get cold, they're marketing minions, but mm -hmm. they believe in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of ways it connects with the tribe leader and the concept of tribes is people that believe in what you're doing. Right. And a lot of times I think that musicians make a mistake about this when they're coming up. They think that they, it's all about their music and that there's this faceless person on SoundCloud or on Instagram that's gonna go find them. And I think that's a big mistake. Instead, you know, only five to 10% of your posts and your things you stand for and what you speak to your community about should actually be about your own music, right. which has less to do with whether or not you perfected something, you don't talk to people and then you put music out. If right. you do that, then you're just barely putting a product out there and saying, hey, pay attention to me. You know, a lot of people don't care about that. Okay. The relationship comes first. Well, um, well, what do you say to those, you know, whether it's in Chico or any other region similar to this, when they're like, okay, where do I start? What do you stand yeah, for? Okay. What do you believe? And it might start from music that you started here, but what do you actually believe? Do you have a political view? Do you, are you with some kind of a product or a belief in a cause? Is something going on in your region? Do you have a belief about how times are changing? Something that has to do with social, uh, society <laughs> and social beliefs and those kinds of things? Stand there. And if it's unpopular, stand taller. Mm. You know, in a lot of ways, that's also something that comes from Seth Godin when he was talking about a lot of his marketing concepts, is that when you're trying to build a brand, and you used that word earlier, mm -hmm. when you're trying to build yourself as a niche, you stand for something that no one else stands for, at least in your region mm -hmm. or what you believe in, and you take your own message and your own voice and you carry those kinds of things. Right from where you're brand Right, and if okay. it turns off 90% of the people, so be it, because the 10% that will follow you avidly matter. Are those thousand true fans. Got or it. the tribe, right, you know, kind right, of thing. Right. So you're saying have that, that identity, those values, and then build those interpersonal connections with the, you know, the region around you and that community, and then from that community, those little that little wildfire is when the record labels will start to you know have their ears perked up and you know start looking at you and helping you grow that to the next level that's all true those are the kind of principal elements that of what will make it so that you can mainstream but what is a brand when we talk about brand that was a marketing word when i came up and a marketing word for the most part when we're talking about marketing was the big business way of looking at things a brand is a fictitious identity in the people's mind of something uh, that that stands for something that is unique or is a market leader or a differentiation of a market that already exists in a lot of ways a brand is almost like what we think about entrepreneurship and those kinds of things someone scratches the itch that hasn't been scratched yet they come up with something that hasn't either existed or fills a need that hasn't been there or they do it better than anyone else and usually the brand identity comes from the first person but it can also be the person that defined it and and realized it well okay let's just say that one um, one within this region any other region has that, that brand solidified and they, you know, they're beginning to put music out and take that stand. Well, how do they encapsulate that even more? So how do they grow from there? How do they engage and build those relationships even further? There's a duality between authenticity and knowing that you're a business. That is a tough thing for most people to figure out, especially while they're growing in this whole process. Because authenticity is what the audience needs to perceive and believe. And I don't think you can fake that to some extent. But 
at the same time, if you don't know that you have a brand or you don't have your own brand awareness of what you stand for, you can diffuse your own brand and not develop one. Brands go all the way to that multi-billion dollar level of marketing and advertising and those kinds of things from the biggest business, but a brand still is a fictitious idea of something that defines a cause, a purpose, a, a niche, a need. And so a tribe in a lot of ways is a smaller version of that without thinking about business and marketing. And that's what their connection points are. I think that the tribe and a brand can be co-aligned, but I don't think most people look at a tribe and say, this is my brand, because it almost right. feels like right. as soon as you enter the word brand, it feels like business mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But a tribe and a tribe leader feels right. like a cause and right. something right. you really believe right. in. And they are the same thing. But that's a business perspective to realize that the tribe and the tribe leader is something that you can monetize and market and have people follow and that it can grow. So that's when it starts to kind of teeter over into that Frankly, realm. Yeah, yeah if, okay. you, if you said to a tribe right now, you guys are following my brand, they would all dissipate immediately. You know, They are connected, but I think most people don't need to see that it's a brand as for the music industry representatives and for the keen person that has it in their mind to recognize that what they've created in a 21st century is a brand of right. something that is a niche that is the the pinnacle of what hasn't been done before or hasn't been done that way but the tribe concept is a lot more authentic and personal mm -hmm. and creates relationships that we need in a digital space to keep that relationship going and recognize you stand for something mm -hmm. and when you stand for something and your music connects with that people will follow the music let's stop thinking about it as magic and just recognize that it's about people mm -hmm. it's about connections with people and I think that's one of the best things I can give people that comes from a region is to recognize you want your music to be the brand or you want people to follow the music as if it's a tribe. But frankly, they don't look for the music first. Sorry. Most of the time, they don't. They look for the human beings. We make connections and then music makes our experiences. And when you think that the music is going to create the brand or the tribe, I think you're missing something. Sure, there's, you can find an example of it, but I don't think it's a prescription for success for most people. Instead, recognize your relationship between a musician and their audience. Creating an experience between human beings where music is complementing that experience, and then they appreciate your music. But that music becomes timeless, because that moment that we have together is in a moment. But the music can become the stamp that becomes timeless. And instead of trying to make the stamp the point, you know, make the connection and then have the music feed it okay. and the music will become their nostalgic reconnection with that point okay. or person or tribe that becomes a brand. Okay, perfect, perfect. So you're saying have that identity, those set of values, build those personal, personal connections within, you know, right. wherever you are, your region, right. and then you can start to grow and grow. And from that growth, as we mentioned before, the global music report, that's when you start to get, you know, ears yeah. perking up. Okay. From every indie label to every local scene mm -hmm. to people that are on the underground of everything else, things start on a local level. We connect with people. And when that is solidified and repeatable, then our rest of our business goes, hey, what if I could take that farther? And whether it's the to mainstream those things or not, that still is the same kind of a way of looking at it or the mantra or the possibilities or the prescription for success mm -hmm. is to say that when we connect with other human beings, that matters and that right. keeps us in our profession of music. I also want to say though, for a lot of folks, they don't necessarily want to mainstream or they want, don't want to move to that major market. And those are still the same principal elements of how you build a business that you keep as your business within your own region or your own place and time. Mm -hmm. So if you only want to live in that one space and time that you're in, because that's your family, that's your community, that's your roots, that's your, your, your vision of that's your, your future. Tribe. 
<laughs> in a lot of ways. Right, because the tribe community can be local. That's still the same building blocks and elements right, right. of what it takes to be uh, successful and professional and stay within your business right, is okay. to continue to connect with those that matter or see that you matter mm. and what you provided for them matters for them. Right. Thank you for checking out Music Talk from the North State. Let me tell you about a couple of things that you can follow. A Thousand True Fans, the tribes we need you to lead us. IFP Music Global Report, IFPI, that gives us really cool reports with nice PDFs that you can really read and you can check out and they've got multiple years of it to see the trends that are happening in our business. We'll give the link on our, on our description and those kinds of things so you can follow that. All right, and we'll see you next time.